Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The roller coaster ride continues for the Montana Lady Grizz. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. What could and likely is the final makeup game of the season for Montana, UM played Idaho for the second time in four games on Monday in Moscow. Thursday, UM beat UI 76-73 in a game that included 21 lead changes and 14 ties. Monday, the Lady Grizz built its lead to as many as 14 points late in the third quarter, only to let it slip away. Idaho rallied all the way back, led by Beyonce B's 24-point outburst to post a 70-69 win over Montana, fight 20 points from Carmen G. Feller, 16 points from Abby Anderson, 14 points from Sophia Stiles. The month of February has been tumultuous for Montana. Stiles hit a buzzer beater to beat Weber State a few weeks ago, starting a wild stretch that also included a loss to defending Big Sky champion Idaho State at home, beating upstart Southern Utah in Cedar City in a Monday makeup game, losing on another buzzer beater at Northern Arizona, losing to rebuilding Eastern Washington in another Monday makeup game, beating Idaho and Portland State over the weekend, and falling on the third straight Monday to the Vandals. UM now sits at 9-7 in league play, while Idaho is 7-8. The Montana State women started their four-game road trip to end the regular season in Portland Monday. The Bobcats moved to 13-4 and and into a tie for first place. Idaho State with an 82-57 win over Portland State. The Vikings are 0-15 in Big Sky play. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. 
Hope you're having an outstanding Wednesday. We're coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Missed your thing in the first hour of Nuanez now. We heard from Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, talking big sky hoops both on the men's and women's side. We also had Ryan Maxey in from the film One Road to Courtsite, a documentary as part of our Big Sky Documentary Film Festival interview series. And talked a little bit about legacies of high school basketball players. A text in from a listener, by the way, that uh, reminded me about Jill Barta, who was a great player at Fairfield as well. Went on to play at Gonzaga and was a first-round pick in the WNBA draft. She certainly... Up there in the conversation as well, she was a phenomenal athlete herself and uh, definitely one worth remembering on that list. You can find everything from the first hour of today's show on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as The Advocates. It's our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Radio. So throughout the month of February, we are giving you an opportunity to win 10 wings every 10 minutes, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill all you have to do is call and or text us. So keep those calls and texts rolling in. Every time I prompt you, bring it on. And we got 10 wings from the best wing spot in the city of Missoula coming on in. So please keep them rolling. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call and or text. We got two more winners coming your way. So either call us or text us. 888-1029. It's time now for our ESPN Roundtable presented proudly by Paradise Falls. And right now, things at Montana State Going pretty darn good. You got the Bobcat football team who played in the national championship for the first time since 1984. Got the MSU women's basketball team who's working on their fourth Big Sky title in the last six seasons. And you got Danny Sprinkle, one of the favorite sons to ever come out of Montana State, leading his alma mater on the men's side. And the Bobcats, they're off to their best start in almost 40 years. They're 21-6 and right now. They just had their 11-game winning streak snapped last Thursday, but they've now won 17 out of 19. And uh, they have they, they have it in their sights. The Bobcats have never won more than 21 games during their Big Sky Conference history, which dates back to 1963. So it's going pretty darn good at Montana State. But they have an opportunity in men's hoops on Sunday to sweep the University of Montana for the first time in a long time. If the women sweep, it'll be the extension of multiple sweeps. I think it's been five years in a row now where the uh, Montana State women have swept the Lady Grizz. But this week on the East Bend Roundtable, a guy who I've looked up to and admired quite a bit throughout my career, uh, first as a sports writer and now as a radio broadcaster, and a guy with a, a name that resonates around the state of Montana, the longtime voice of the Montana State Bobcats, Dean Alexander, joins us here on Nuanez Now. Dean, thanks so much for being here, man. How you doing? Hey, great, Colder. Uh, good to be with you. I wish we both were on the golf course, but that'll be a while. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right, right now when it's about negative 10, I, uh, I find myself dreaming oh, of yeah. golf even more often. But I think that this, is yeah, be, amen. this will be so fun to recap some of this stuff with you because you had a front row seat for so many of these previously historic accomplishments. You, you talk back to 37 years since MSU went to the national championship game in football, and you know, it's been so many years since this, that, and the other thing, but you were the voice of the Bobcats for so many of these great runs from yesteryear. So first of all, just a broad question. What do you think of just the state of athletics at Montana State right now? Because it seems like Leon Costello and the crew, they got it rolling pretty good there at MSU. Well, it is. I mean, you know, it is amazing. I mean, Trish got it going and has kept it going. And then uh, Danny comes in and he's had, you know, in the middle now of his, of his third year. And I mean, it's, it's just been an incredible year. And it's something you're seeing it, but I won't say you don't believe it. But I mean, it is just amazing. You highlighted, you know, some of the stuff that's 
gone on already. And uh, when Danny came back, of course, that was the big hope that he could uh, get it done. And he's done everything right, obviously, on the court and recruiting and getting out around campus and town and meeting people and literally asking him to come to the games. And it's worked well. Danny Sprinkle was a great player at Montana State. His his greatest legend was when he was a freshman, and he had the outstanding shooting performance to win Big Sky Tournament MVP and lead the Bobcats to their last Big Sky Tournament title and subsequently their last NCAA Tournament berth. When you were calling games when Sprinks was playing, did you see a future as a coach? Or what, what, what do you sort of think of this evolution as a guy that was such a great player and then was an assistant for so long, paid his dues, and now back at his alma mater leading the way? Uh, to tell you the truth, you know, I was somewhat surprised when he became an assistant. You know, and he was down at Cal State, Northridge, and Fullerton, and Northridge again, and or vice versa, whatever it was. But that kind of surprised me as an assistant. And then he came up here, obviously, as an assistant with uh, MSU for a couple of years, and that was fine because I know you know how it works. The assistants always want to be the head guy. But Danny's always been Danny, and I didn't see anything there or hear anything or catch anything like he was wanting to move into the first chair. And so then he gets down there in California again, and the next thing you know that they have some meetings and you hear the sprinkles coming back and he's going to be the head guy. And so you say, okay, and nothing against anybody, but those two programs he was with down in California and even MSU at the time when he came back weren't exactly, you know, tearing up any league anywhere. But obviously he was paying attention, doing his homework, and he had his idea of what it should or could be. And then also, as you mentioned, that uh, he played on uh, maybe the best team ever, you know, for the Bobcats of the modern era in 95-96. So he had been there, done that when it happened here, and obviously he had a vision. And guess what? It's working pretty good. It's so interesting, too, because Mick Durham was such a great coach at Montana State. He had a great 16-year run there. And uh, there, there were the Bobcats were more successful consistently under Coach Durham than probably most of the time during their Big Sky Conference history. But then since Mick re- resigned and then went up to Alaska, Montana State has sort of – it's sort of a success beyond just sort of a middle-of-the-league finish. It's sort of eluded uh, MSU. But now Sprinkles got him back toward the top – do when you watch this year's Bobcats, do they look like? Is there any Mick Durham influence? I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, his name is Danny Sprinkle. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he he, believe me, he learned from the master, and he gives credit to Mick. And you talk to Danny, you talk to Mick, and I know they talk to each other, and they've always been close. But uh, obviously, you see a lot of Mick and Danny in uh, his coaching mannerisms. You know, and in his style, and and one thing uh, that they both did, Mick did, and and Danny does now, if you watch him from the beginning of the game to the end of the game, Danny Sprinkle is Danny Sprinkle. He's not after the refs. He's not shooing a guy out or doing anything, playing to the fans. Danny is, you know, just straight right across, and you watch his team, and there aren't many highs or lows. I mean, it's, it's pretty steady. They're going from point A to point B, and they're not going to be uh, off, led in any misdirection or whatever. And then his substitutions have been unbelievable. Everything has just worked out well, but to back up uh, what you ask, there is a lot of Mick Durham in the Danny Sprinkle, and that's in a positive manner. Dean Alexander joining us here on the ESPN Roundtable. Dean, the voice of the Montana State Bobcats for nearly 30 years. And, Dean, let's talk about 
some of your favorite memories because the rivalry game is on the horizon, and there's been some phenomenal games between the Bobcats and the Grizz. You were on the call for many of those men's basketball games. I actually believe that your last call was in Missoula back in 2002 uh, when you first retired from your seat as, as the voice of the Bobcats. But when you think about the Cacarys rivalry, what are some of the best memories that come to mind when you, when you think about the men's side of this clash? Well, let's go back to 1976 when there was a dirt floor in the field house and uh, Judd Heathcote was coaching the Grizz, okay? So you get down to the nitty-gritty. By the way, with the dirt floor in there, you're in the dead of winter, and there would be dust, you know, flying up or whatever. But the court was elevated, and they had uh, support wires, guy wires, uh, on the back of the backboards going up, you know, to hold the the backboards. And um, so it gets down to the nitty-gritty, and Paul Kinney, left-handed guard for the Bobcats, fires one up and it goes in and out and goes straight up and apparently hits one of the guy wires and comes back down through game over and Judd goes crazy. Okay. Hello. We, we still got you Dean. Yep. Okay. And so Judd goes crazy. And if you, anybody remembers Judd, he thought his head <laughs> right. would kind of be like a bobble headed doll that someone <laughs> had hit it, you know, going back and forth. And in those days, obviously we didn't have, um, the video replay. So you'll never know. And I can't swear myself that it hit one of the guy wires, but I would say it just seemed like it hung up there for a little bit before it came back down through. And it was a low scoring game. It was like 57, 55, I think was the, uh, was the final on that one. So that, that was one of my early ones, obviously that, uh, I really enjoyed. You have, um, uh, Mike Montgomery coaching down at Reno, and they were the shoe in supposedly. And the Bobcats went in 11 15 and won 82 77 over the Grizz in the title game and went on to play St. John's. And that was it for Montgomery in, uh, in Missoula. But uh, same thing, frozen in time. It's like he stood there and couldn't believe it. And there were several thousand others there uh, who couldn't believe that one either. And then you reverse it. And uh, when Donnie Holtz was coaching the Grizz, and that was in Bozeman, and everybody favored the Bobcats, it's in Bozeman. You got it going. Grizz take what appeared to be the last shot and missed it. But guess what? One of the Grizz comes flying down the lane with the funnel and jams at home. Game over. Grizz win. And uh, Grizz go to the NCAA, and the, Bobs go, the Bobcats go to the NIT. So I guess turnabout is fair play, so to speak. This is so interesting, too, during the, the Stu Starner era at Montana State, because you mentioned those times when, when Mike Montgomery was sort of denied to the NCAA tournament. Crazy to think Mike Montgomery, the success that he had throughout his coaching career. I mean, he won over 650 games, led Stanford to the Final Four, coached the Golden State Warriors, coached at Cal Berkeley, but he actually never went to the NCAA tournament out in Montana, which is wild to think about, especially considering he had guys like Larry Kristoviak and Wayne Tinkle playing for him. But also so much of the part of that legend – uh, of those Bobcat teams in the 80s was, I think people forget this, the Big Sky Conference was the first league in America to institute the three-point line. And the Bobcats, some of their great wins during that Stu Starter era came because of their mastery of the three-point shot. So, I mean, how much of that influenced it? And when you were calling games, how big of a deal was that when the three-point line was first instituted? And how much was Montana State able to take advantage of that element? Well, that probably saved their bacon, so to speak, in uh, in many games because uh, a lot of times in there you, you didn't have the inside guy to get it done, so you're firing away, you know, and then you 
take it all the way up a little bit further, as you alluded to earlier, with Danny Sprinkle being the king of three-pointers for a lot of years. You know, it took Tyler Hall to come along probably to uh, erase a lot of that, that uh, Danny was just considered to be the all-time three-point shooter. He had Craig Finberg early, but there wasn't the three-point line, and Durham was feeding him the ball, and everybody always said, boy, it would have been interesting if there had been the arc when uh, Finberg was playing for the Bobcats at what he could have done with that. But it changed things, yeah, because uh, the game changed a little bit. I mean, it was like, what would would you say? The green light was on always for uh, the three-pointer, and especially with mixed teams with the three-point, that's just another shot. Go ahead, fire away. It makes you cringe sometimes because they're firing away, but they weren't going in. But other than that, I mean, it was a big part of the offense. Dean Alexander joining us here on the ESPN Roundtable. It's Nuanas Now. You're listening on 102.9 FM, ESPN Missoula, as well as watching statewide SWX Montana Television. Dean, the longtime voice of the Montana State Bobcats, rehashing some memories from uh, all the way around the, the history of Montana State, but specifically focusing on men's hoops because the rivalry game comes around on Sunday. It's 3 p.m. Dahlberg Arena. I know it's a little weird. We haven't really had any Sunday rivalry games, at least not in my 15 years covering the Big Sky Conference. So sort of strange, but they'll be not the normal doubleheader like we've gotten used to recently with the women in the afternoon and the men at night. Instead, the women will take center stage on on Saturday night at 7 p.m. at Dahlberg Arena, and then the men 3 p.m. on Sunday. Dean, I know you still follow Bobcat Athletics very closely. So when you watch this team, what do you think of this specific team? Because you mentioned Sprinkle's done a great job recruiting a roster that seems to fit together, seems to really love playing together. But how would you just describe sort of the style they play in? And, and uh, what do you think of just the, the run that they've been on so far this year? Okay, well, let's look at, uh, at the roster. He has nine freshmen, two of them are redshirting. Four sophomores, one junior, three seniors. So you can see whatever they're doing, you know, you get your hopes up for the old word potential get, that gets coaches fired. But you could see that what they're doing now, they could be, should be able to uh, continue it because Danny's going about seven, eight, nine, ten deep, sometimes 11 deep in those games. And the thing is from... Those who've seen a lot of basketball and watched them and watched uh, the Bobcats, and I'm uh, in that group with them, this is probably as much talent on one Bobcat team as we've seen in the last, say, 50 years. You know, I mean, it's deep because he can go to the bench, and it's like there's literally nothing lost. And here they come in, and uh, they had uh, one of the coaches, might have been Idaho State, I'm not positive, but uh, said they just wore us out because, you know, they just kept running those guys in, and, and we just ran out of gas. And that's about the way it is. And if you look at it, uh, he goes to the bench, and he'll bring in, say, the the youngster that was the player of the year in Wyoming, bring in the one from Alaska who was the player of the year, in Alaska. Then he's got, of course, Germer for Montana Player of the Year, but he's redshirting. So you get these guys of that quality. Then you get, in my experience here, the only four-star player Montana State has ever had, and that would be Raekwon Battle, who uh, started out at the University of Washington. And he has literally, I mean, it's so obvious, gotten better every game. And you can see why he is a four-star, because he, he hasn't reached 
his potential yet, but he's a crowd pleaser and it's just so much talent. It's unbelievable. And he's coming off the bench. I mean, that's, that's where they are. Uh, you have Bellow goes out in the middle and who comes in for him? Great Osibor, another guy from London who's about the same size on and on and on. And Osibor is only a freshman. So I think it's the depth. And I think as we're getting to this time of the season, uh, I think any coach would uh, pray that they would have the depth that the Bobcats have because it gets to be tough now. I mean, you look at the number of games they have coming up in the next week where they're going Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then you're going to go to the Big Sky Tournament. And if you're going to win it, you're going to have to win at least three, depending on where you're seated, maybe four. But for the Bobcats, where they're going to be, and, and the Grizz likewise, it's going to be three games. And that's a tough three games. So they have the, they have the talent. They have the depth. And uh, Danny told me two things at the first of the season. Two of his toughest things would be, one with this team would be finding them all playing time, keeping them happy. And so far, that's worked out. And the other thing in the long run where you look at it, uh, scheduling is difficult because uh, basically nobody will come here so you're going on the road. Witness the game that Colorado could have, should have won. The game at Mexico could have, should have won. But those are the kind of games you're going to have to book. So that's the deal. So sometimes you can't judge by the overall one loss record, but you can judge by the level of competition. And those two games probably are serving the Bobcats well now at this time of the season as they're going to run down the stretch. ESPN Roundtable, presented by Paradise Falls in Missoula. You need a place to watch the action, whether it's Saturday night with the women's Cacarez game or Sunday afternoon with Montana State traveling to Missoula. Can't make it to the game? Paradise Falls will have all your action covered for you. They also are streaming all the district and divisional tournaments from the high school levels as well. they got 30 big screen TVs and 18 draft beers, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So swing by Paradise Falls, located 3621 Brook Street here in the Garden City. Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. Dean Alexander, longtime voice of the Montana State Bobcats, joining us to rehash all sorts of memories. And, Dean, before we let you go, you mentioned about the run of football, but I want to ask you a little bit more about that because, to me, unfortunate that Montana State lost in the championship game because that was the one missing element to being among the greatest sports stories we've ever seen in the state of Montana. You come to Missoula and you get hammered by the Grizz, and that is this domino effect that lets this – young baby-faced kid from Butte, America, rise to such levels of prominence and stardom in such a short amount of time. And Tommy Malott galvanizes this team to go on this epic run. And you have all these awesome characters from Troy Anderson to Daniel Hardy to Ty Okada and, of course, Tommy Malott. Unbelievable the run that they went on, even if they did fall one step short in the national championship game. But what did you think of the run? Because as a guy that's been so tied to MSU athletics for so long... This must have been a pretty cool moment for you as well. Yeah, it was. I mean, the the Grizzly thing, you just wondered at that, did that do it? You know, because that could have, you know, killed the season, basically. That, that could have been it. But the thing is, and I'll give uh, Coach Vegan the credit on that, that was a big move. You take a freshman quarterback who's, you know, played as a sub in and out, played on the special teams and so on. Granted, he had great high school numbers and whatever. But he's a freshman. You're going into the tough part of the season. You stick him in there, and boy, it was it was incredible. I mean, that's a Hollywood movie if I ever saw one. It was one of the greatest performances by a team and and by an individual that we've had, you know, in Bobcat football. That was fantastic. 
Well, it's very fantastic, very fun to be along for the ride, and it's very fun just covering sports and the arc of the rivalry right now. And, uh, Dean, thank you so much for being here. Very honored to have you on. I've looked up to you throughout my entire career, and uh, cool having you on the show. You're welcome back anytime, and uh, best of luck with everything, but I'm sure we'll cross paths soon. In the meantime, uh, I'll look forward to seeing you on the golf course here in a couple months. Amen, Colder. My pleasure, and I hope right to see you soon on the golf course. Have a great one. Enjoy the show. What a legend, man. Dean Alexander. Makes me happy. Super cool. Awesome to have Dean swing by. Um, I actually don't even have a good excuse for why he's never been on the show before. As you can tell, he's phenomenal at <laughs> doing radio. That was a great interview. So um, just very very cool for me as just a kid who grew up in Montana knowing about Dino and and uh, his his uh, his prowess on the mic and his powerful voice and and uh, what a memory, man! I mean, shoot, he knows this Montana State team as well as anybody in its current iteration, and also the history of MSU athletics as well. So uh, happy to have Dean on as well here on the ESPN Roundtable. ESPN Roundtable presented each week by Paradise Falls of Missoula. How about a little bit more Montana State talk? Alex Eshelman, SWX Montana Television. Swings by for our Montana State Minute. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. The roller coaster ride continues for the Montana Lady Grizz. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. What could and likely is the final makeup game of the season for Montana, UM played Idaho for the second time in four games on Monday in Moscow. Thursday, UM beat UI 76-73 in a game that included 21 lead changes and 14 ties. Monday, the Lady Grizz built its lead to as many as 14 points late in the third quarter, only to let it slip away. Idaho rallied all the way back, led by Beyonce B's 24-point outburst to post a 70-69 win over Montana, fight 20 points from Carmen G. Feller, 16 points from Abby Anderson, 14 points from Sophia Stiles. The month of February has been tumultuous for Montana. Stiles hit a buzzer beater to beat Weber State a few weeks ago, starting a wild stretch that also included a loss to defending Big Sky champion Idaho State at home, beating upstart Southern Utah in Cedar City in a Monday makeup game, losing on another buzzer beater at Northern Arizona, losing to rebuilding Eastern Washington in another Monday makeup game, beating Idaho and Portland State over the weekend, and falling on the third straight Monday to the Vandals. UM now sits at 9-7 and seven in league play, while Idaho is 7-8. and eight. The Montana State women start their four-game road trip to end the regular season in Portland Monday. Bobcats moved to 13-4 and and into a tie for first place. Idaho State with an 82-57 win over Portland State. The Vikings are 0-15 in Big Sky play. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
up, Montana? Welcome back. A little incubus for you here on a Wednesday. Hope you're having an outstanding week. Hope you're staying warm out there. It's new on us now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, they boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can see that entire inventory that spans over multiple different states by visiting online at nwmsrocks.com. Appreciate Northwest Motorsport for being the presenting sponsor of the Nuanas Now Studio. Time now for the Montana State Minute. We do this a couple times a week. Checking in with Danny Sprinkle, the Montana State Hitman's basketball coach, as well as Alex Eshelman from SWX Montana television and before we get into that though it is our 10th anniversary here at espn missoula we are going to continue to give you an opportunity to win 10 wings every 10 minutes courtesy of the desperado sports tavern and grill 10 wings every 10 minutes all you got to do is call us or text us excuse me because alex is waiting on the phone lines we'll get to her in just a minute but text us 406-888-1029 that's 888-1029 we'll give two more Away right here, 10 wings every 10 minutes, courtesy of the Despo, 888 The Montana State Minute is presented in part by JNV Restaurant Supply. JNV Restaurant Supply, your home for everything kitchen, whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a scotty, you can score big with JNV. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls, but if you can't make it in, JNV also has a great website, jvrestaurant.com. JV Restaurant Supply, proud sponsors of athletics across the state of Montana for more than 45 years and your restaurant specialist. Alex, I know that you are a, a California girl who then went to college in Arizona. So are you surviving? Are you doing okay? I've been worried about you. I am. Di- you know, <laughs> thank you, Coulter. I appreciate that. You know, I, I'm going to go by what Sean Rainey tweeted earlier today, and I completely agree with him. He said, I'd rather have five-degree weather and it's completely sunny over 30 degrees and cloudy and rainy, and I couldn't agree more. I mean, as long as it's not windy, which today in Bozeman, it wasn't really windy in comparison to the few days before today, and the sun was shining, and yes, it's cold, but as long as you know how to drive in it and dress in it i think it's i've been okay thank you for asking how are you doing i'm doing phenomenal i love when it gets cold like this uh i think it's a great acclamation for all of the new people that have moved to uh, the two college towns right. in Montana, Missoula and Bozeman. I, if you want to live here, that's great. But you have to endure the winter. I, you need to prove to me you can do it. And so you're doing a great job of of being uh, of displaying exactly that. And uh, I hope everybody else is getting used to it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, no doubt about it. Well, it's a busy time of year for sure. We got d- district and divisional tournaments raging on at the high school level. And this weekend, there's going to be two big events going on in the state of Montana. First, the Big Sky Indoor Track and Field Championships begin on Thursday Mm -hmm. in Bozeman. I'll be there Friday to broadcast live from there, but then coming back over to Missoula because we got a Cacarez rivalry showdown, two different games on two different days for the first time in a long time. The women play 7 p.m. on Saturday night, and the men play at 3 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. But first, Alex, I want to ask you about last weekend. The MSU women's basketball team had their final two home games, including uh, a senior day celebration for both Ashley Van Sickle and Gabby Maki, and they had a great performance. They drilled Southern Utah, won by 21 points, and set their two seniors out in style. So what did you think of the performance on Saturday and, and sort of the, the special moment it was for uh, a couple gals that have dedicated a lot of their time and effort to Montana State women's basketball? 
Definitely, Coulter. Gabby Maki and Ashley Van Sickle, they had great speeches after the game. They had a wonderful ceremony with the, between the fans, what Coach Ben said about the two seniors and the rest of the team kind of rallying around them and cheering them on. It was a really special moment. And both of those players have been key components, not only this year, but throughout their past four years of being a part of the program. And I think that win was definitely needed for the program. And I think it was a complete performance. Um, I think that to be able to win for your final home game of the season is, you know, sends you off uh, for the rest of the year. I think that's always kind of a bucket lister to be able to get that win for the final home game of the regular season, especially for those seniors. So I think it was a great day for the program. I'm really interested to see how they do on the road here for the remaining portion of the regular season. Um, But I do think that that kind of catapults them with getting that win on a positive note going on the road. Three games on the road for the MSU women to finish the regular season. They're at Montana Saturday night, 7 p.m. Then they also play at Sacramento State next Wednesday and then at Northern Colorado next Friday. So uh, one day earlier than we're used to because the Big Sky Tournament is on the horizon and the women's part of the Big Sky Tournament in Boise starts uh, a couple days earlier than the men's tournament. So as it always is, the last couple games are always moved up a day or two to facilitate everybody getting their travel uh, to get to Boise. But I I was high on this MSU team coming out of last year and thought that they had an opportunity to be very competitive in this league, but I didn't know if they were going to quite be a championship caliber team. Yet here they are. That victory over Southern Utah moves MSU to 13-4 and in league play, and they are tied with Idaho State for the conference lead, and they already have a win over Idaho State. They split the regular season series with the Bengals. But at Montana State, they have it in their sights right now. If they could continue their winning ways down the stretch the last three regular season home games, uh, a Big Sky championship is definitely in the sights for the MSU women. So um, what have you thought of just their ability to sort of chase this thing and maybe even slightly exceed what were already high expectations? Mm -hmm, Definitely, Coulter. I think think here's the deal. Coach Ben, she's been here 17 seasons. She knows what it takes, and she's she's a champion as a coach. I think she understands what it takes. I mean, that, I think that's just kind of the expectation um, for the program. I think under Coach Ben and the rest of her coaching staff, that's kind of the mentality and the, the championship-level mentality is, is what is expected. Um, and you can definitely tell that. Obviously, they've had ups and downs throughout the season, but I do think that it's something that, you know, they don't count count themselves out despite, you know, having those ups and downs and having imperfections throughout the season. I, and I think that every single year, that's why everybody loves March so much and March basketball is anything can happen. Anybody can come out and pull off a championship win. Um, so, and I think that that's just the mentality that they have. I think that losses and, um, you know, obstacles that they that they face throughout the season doesn't get them down i think that's definitely a key point to uh what makes this group special this year montana state minute presented in part by jake dubeck your montana realtor alex eshelman from swx montana television joining us here on nuana's now espn radio whether you're looking to buy or sell in the world of real estate in the helena area jake dubeck should be your first call any questions you have from the accelerating montana real estate market to what a perfect future might look for you and your family to somebody that knows the neighborhoods and has direct knowledge of the capital city, 
If you're in the Helena area, give Jake Dubeck a call today, 406-465-5506. Jake Dubeck, proud to support the Montana State Minute. And Alex, let's talk about the MSU men. They had their 11-game winning streak snapped against Eastern Washington in overtime in a thrilling game. But they bounced back in a big way with a huge win over a talented Southern Utah team uh, over the weekend. And the MSU now... 13 conference victories, the most in their history as a Big Sky Conference member. They also have 21 wins, which is the most they've ever had, and tied for the most they've ever had in the Big Sky Conference era. But I thought, actually, what went down this last weekend was very good for Montana State to sort of have the pressure of the winning streak to leave with a loss, but then to bounce back with a good performance over a really good team. Uh, so what did you think of just the first, it's the first time in a long time we've talked about the Bobcats bouncing back from a loss. What did you think of their ability to do it? I think that that is the way, and the like I just said about the women, that's the mentality that the men's team carries as well. And I think that this entire year they have been wanting to make it back and dominate at the Big Sky Tournament. I, I don't think that's on their mind, obviously. They, they have the one game-at-a-time mentality, but ultimately – they are unsatisfied every single game. They want to come out with a win, and to be able to watch them have that 11-game winning streak was so exciting. Um, and I agree with you. I think that, you know, obviously I don't uh, I wish a, a loss upon the team by any means, but I do think it is. Um, it takes that pressure off, like you said, of having that overtime loss to Eastern Washington. Uh, obviously they would have probably wanted a different outcome, uh, they would have, you know, wanted to keep that going. But, and, and I don't, Coulter, I don't even think it was about necessarily a lot of pressure building up. It was just um, what well, was a controver- controversial game in that overtime loss, but also it was just a battle. All right, Eastern Washington's a, a, a tough program that's been one of the best winners in the big sky uh, over the last decade or so. And Montana State also has is experiencing uh, the the dynamic of being kind of the marked team right now, too, as the, as the league leader. That's right. something new for Bobcat basketball. It's been a little while um, since that has been the case. Alex Eshelman joining us from SWX Montana Television as part of our Montana State Minute. And last thing for you, Alex, the Big State Indoor Track and Field Championships descend upon Bozeman. Uh, have you covered one of these in person yet before? I have not. I'm so excited. You should be because it is, a, especially from a TV perspective, it's a phenomenal spectacle. I mean, you have highlights going on all around you, all over the place. So you'll have more than enough content for sure. But to, I'll be there on Friday to cover this thing. We'll be doing Nuanas now from uh, the side, uh, from Brick Breeden Fieldhouse uh, next to the track there. So it'll be fun to catch up with everybody down there. Um, but th- the two athletes that I'm going to have keen eyes on are a pair of Bozeman products, a pair of kids that grew up in Bozeman, Montana, who are now making waves on the national scene. I mean, Lucy Corbett has one of the top high jump marks in the United States at the college level. And Duncan Hamilton, I mean, I I keep saying it, but he is among the great athletes in the state, period. Any sport, he's a phenomenal competitor. He's so fun to watch no matter what event he's in. So uh, anything else that you maybe are looking forward to? What do you think of the fact that there's just a couple Bozeman kids leading the way for the Bobcats into the indoor championships? I think it's so cool, uh, Coulter. And I, both of both Duncan and Lucy are so enjoyable to talk to and um, get to know. And I've actually been able to cover a few of uh, their meets here that they've they've held throughout the season. Um, and 
been able to talk to them, follow them, see the accomplishments that they've been able to have throughout the year. And Duncan, even he said this last year, he's, he takes so much pride in representing Bozeman and his hometown. So I'm, I'm just so proud of him to be able to see what he's accomplished. And he's just so calm. And so is Lucy, too. When they're both performing, I asked Lucy the other day, I said, how do you calm your nerves before you you go out and perform? And she said, well, I just I lay down on the ground and I close my eyes and I just take a deep breath and just try to block out all the noise. So I'm I'm interested to see how it goes for them this weekend. But it's pretty apparent that this this indoor team is one of the best they've had in a while. She's Alex Usherman, SWX Montana Television. Alex, appreciate the time today. As always, thanks so much for being here. We'll talk to you next week and very much look forward to seeing you on Friday as well. But uh, thanks for swinging by today. Thanks, Coulter. Appreciate being on your show. Montana State Minute presented by JNV Restaurant Supply as well as Jake Dubeck, your Montana Realtor. We'll get you all set up for the last couple days of this show for the week and uh, maybe even have a little history lesson as well. Keep it right here. New Honest Now, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today. Or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. One, two, three. Newman is now on ESPN Radio. Show. Won't you touch me, touch me? I won't let it go. Now I stand. And I feel for more. Won't you touch me, touch me? I won't let it go. What up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I usually sing the songs on the way back in because I think my microphone's off. I just realized that my mic was on, so hopefully you enjoyed my mumbling uh, rendition. <laughs> Days of a new. What an awesome band. Hope you're having a great week. Hope you have a great Wednesday. Time now for the final word presented by Eagle Satellite. Eagle Satellite wants to thank all current and former healthcare workers. They appreciate all you have done. And all you continue to do, call 406-728-9999 to get your free TV package with TV starting at $57.99 a month. And also be sure to ask about internet for $50 a month. Miss anything in the show today, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is probably presented by Sports Bet Montana, as well as The Advocates. Tomorrow, fun show for you. We're going to have several different coaches swing by. And then, of course, Chris Redpath, our women's basketball commentator, will be here. Uh, to go all the way around the big sky in women's hoops. Krista was in Arizona last week, but she joined us on the phone, but she'll be back in person. So it'll be fun to see Krista and uh, sort of wrap up what's becoming a pretty wild stretch run in the big sky conference on the women's side. We're also going to hear from Tracy Sanders from Southern Utah, the head coach for the women's basketball team there. We'll have that in hour number one. We'll also hear from Todd Simon, the head coach for the Southern Utah men's team in hour number two. Uh, sort of interesting because both of those people have been on our show many times in the past. And uh, 
I'm not going to say never because there certainly is an opportunity for Southern Utah to play some non-conference games with Big Sky schools. But Southern Utah, on the way out of the league to join the WAC. So um, the last appearances for those two, actually I shouldn't say that either because we might have some some audio, I am almost certainly will, of those coaches from the Big Sky tournament. But last regular season matchups but between the University of Montana and Southern Utah in Big Sky Conference play, the men are in Cedar City. The women are home uh, with the Thunderbirds coming to town for the first time in years. It's been so long since I've seen the Southern Utah women in person outside of the Big Sky Tournament. So it'll be fun to have those two coaches on. And then I also caught up, spent a good deal of time this morning with Chris Cobb, the associate head coach for the University of Montana men's team. And uh, he and I did a radio spot. And then we also talked a lot about Travis DeCure, which uh, that audio will uh, will save for you a little later on. But I'm doing a profile all about Coach DeCure and sort of his maintenance of the outstanding reputation of the coaching tree that has gone through the University of Montana. So excited to sit down with Travis and uh, excited to sort of frame that story because I know it's something he takes a tremendous amount of pride in. He takes a tremendous amount of pride in the University of Montana being his alma mater and the fact that he is the guy that's sort of maintaining this legacy of phenomenal coaches to come through the program from Judd Heathcote through Mike Montgomery and Stu Morrill, Blaine Taylor, all the way through Larry Kristoviak, Wayne Tinkle, and now Travis DeCure. Uh, They all have ties that bind, and it's certainly one of the most fascinating coaching trees in in anywhere in the country in men's college basketball. How about a little history lesson? If If you've been following along, I have this cool book that my mom gave me uh, that was printed in 1954, The 100 Greatest Sports Heroes by Mac Davis. It's life stories of the immortals of sports selected by America's top sports writers nearly 70 years ago. And I find it just so interesting to just turn through the pages and look at so many of the athletes that I know something about and also so many that I don't. So today's history lesson is about James B. Connolly, the first American Olympic champion. Fascinating to think uh, more than 100 years ago when the Olympic Games were first revived. And uh, James B. Connolly was was the first Olympian from America to ever medal. So uh, very cool. Um, He did it in the, the original Olympic Games in Athens, Greece, way back in the late 1800s. So fascinating to think. He he was a freshman at Harvard when he was competing in the Olympics. So amazing to see um, and remember that history. The other one, and I had not heard of James B. Connolly, so fun to to learn about him. (laughs) It's so funny to think of what these events, too. They they talk about his training. He he was a, a jumper, and... He would jump in and out of 27 mackerel barrels in rapid succession, as this biography reads. <laughs> so that's how he got ready uh, for his Olympic debut, but uh, pretty fun to remember him. The other uh, one we'll get to today is Maureen Con- Connolly, Mighty Little Mo, is what the uh, the tagline is. And she was um, a phenomenal tennis player in the mid-1950s. 
So by the time she was 19, she was a three-time women's national champion, and she was named the Woman Athlete of the Year uh, multiple times back in the 1950s. So this is a full two decades short of Title IX, uh, but certainly uh, a trailblazer worth remembering. <laughs> Maureen Connolly, mighty little Mo. It's our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Radio, so we're going to continue giving you 10 wings every 10 minutes each Wednesday throughout the month of February. It's part of our Wing It Wednesday celebration, 10th anniversary. 10 wings of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. You want some? We got one more ticket for you. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call us right now. 888-1029. You want some wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill? Do it up. Call us right now. 406-888-1029. Thanks to all our great guests for swinging by. Fun show today. Love doing these Big Sky Documentary Film Festival interviews. They're so educational and so interesting. So so cool to meet so many different people from across the globe, honestly. People from all over the place. People that come from every corner of Earth here to Missoula. So very cool. One, two, Actually, two notes I wanted to mention. Um, and we kind of got washed up because we did have so many guests here today. One... Dane Broadhead has been named the head coach at Helena High for football. So that's interesting. Helena High has only had really two coaches in, in my life living in Montana. It was Tony Arnston for 25-plus years. And then most recently, Scott Evans, who retired um, at the end of this last season. So Dane Broadhead, the new coach at Helena High. So that'll be an interesting one. They've always been a strong program. And uh, we'll see if he can continue that legacy. And the other one, and I was texting with this guy, and uh, we're efforting to get him on the show sooner than later. But Brock Coyle, former University of Montana linebacker, who then went on to play for the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers in the NFL. Brock gave a big donation to the University of Montana football program for this rest and recovery room, which sounds pretty innovative and pretty cool. So cool for the, the Bozeman product and former NFL player to be given back to his alma mater. And uh, Brock's a good friend of mine. Uh, and we got to know each other very well during his time playing for the Grizz. So it'd be fun to have Brock back on and catch up with him. And uh, congratulations. He don't, he told me today he's coming back from his honeymoon. So very cool. New Orleans Dow, ESPN Radio. We'll be back at it tomorrow at 4 p.m. In the meantime, have yourself a great Wednesday night. We'll see you then. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.